Welcome to the Abundant Truth Broadcast with host Roger L. Evans. Join us as we stand in defense of the gospel and herald the message of the Christian faith. Stay tuned for today's message. That's the first thing. The second thing is, in those verses that I quoted, it says, in everything, give thanks. And see, when you give thanks, what that does is it, show, it gets you off complaining to beginning to focus on then the presence of God. That it, because the scriptures, they show us that anytime the praises of God are there, his power is there to accomplish and do great things. And so that, but we start fouling off in prayer because we will say, well, I prayed before and it didn't happen. I prayed this many years and it didn't happen. But Jesus foreseeing how we are and how we would run into that predicament. That's why he gave us the parable of the woman with the unjust judge, how the woman kept going and going and going and going. And he said, but at some point in time, the man, though he was wicked, heard her because she was persistent. And then he gave another parable of how when the man said he got some some unexpected guests at his house and he goes to his friend and say, listen, I'm going to need for you to help me. I got some guests. And in their culture, you know, hospitality was a big thing. So if you receive somebody, you wanted to entreat them well. He said it's late. They were unexpected. I'm going to need some provisions for them. And the man, first of all, responded and said, look, I'm in bed. My family's in bed. I'm not going to do this. But because the friend would not leave the door, he, Jesus said the man didn't get up because they were friends, but because he was persistent. And he gave those things to show us that a parent knows are really just only delays that we cannot that we cannot in us going through in things being extended, think that God does not love us, that God is not for us, that God is against us. But to know and understand that if we keep coming, God is going to do it because he really loves us and that he really is for us and that you cannot allow pressure to cause you to stop praying and resort to other things, to resort to the comfort of worry, to resort to the comfort of complaining, to resort to duplicity in your dealings in order to try to make up the slack when there's needs involved. To know and understand that you can persevere under pressure if you maintain your prayer life. Understand and know that prayer not only bring, gives us access to God, but prayer also strengthens us. Like I said at the beginning, but prayer, it really is a godly distraction. It takes your mind off of where you are. Because as you pray, you're supposed to be releasing your burdens unto the Lord. As you praise him, then you say, you know what? I praise you because I understand in your greatness, you are going to be greater than whatever Pressures are upon me presently. Number two, the thing that's going to help you to persevere under pressure 
are your peers. When I say peers, I mean the community of believers. That when we get saved, God is so good that he just doesn't save us alone. Though I'm, I'm a saved and I am alone, that it's a soul thing between me and God. But God doesn't leave us alone. God will place us among believers. He will place us in the household of faith. He gives us pastors and elders and ministers and those that will lead us. And we have to be mindful that just because things aren't going our way, that we, we can leave our fellowshipping with the house of God because it's among the believers that God will speak. It is among the company of disciples that God will show himself mighty and strong. Hebrews 10 and 25 says, Not forsaking the assembling of yourselves as the manner of some is. It says, But rather exhort one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching, that what, what the writer of Hebrews is telling us is that you need the assembly. I know people love to say, I don't need the church. Well, you kind of go against God's whole plan and purpose. God saves us, saves us to baptize us in the body by his spirit that we can only function and thrive as we stay connected to the body. And I have met people through the years that they say, well, I don't need the church. Well, that, that's an ungodly attitude. If the spirit baptizes me into the body, how is the spirit going to tell me not to be among the body? And so that you got to know that some of us are facing unnecessary un undue pressure because we won't allow the household of faith to help us through that pressure. And even during this time where everybody's going through the same thing, trust me, there is still strength in the house of God. And we know during this time with social distancing and with things of that nature, some assemblies are not meeting and some assemblies have resorted to doing things virtually. Well, you still need to stay connected to your local church, even if it's by way of Zoom or any other media connection to make sure that you are not throwing off coming together. Until that end, we got to remember, when I say forsake not the assembling of yourselves, that means, and don't also forsake your leaders. Don't forsake your pastors. If God has given you a pastor and a leader, then they are there to help you. Trust me, God is great pastors and leaders that even though they are going through, but there is a grace upon them that they can help you even in the midst of your pressure. But don't use perilous times to stay home because when we get sick, we stay home. When we don't think we have the right amount of money, we stay home. If the church is trying to um, do fundraising and we may not have that amount, we stay home. We, we use a lot of trivial things to cause us to forsake coming together. And especially during hard times, we have to know the only way what's there to help you is the assembly of other Christians. Trust me, I know this, that God, the scriptures have always said that God never leaves himself without a witness in the earth. That when you look at biblical history, God has always had some people among on this planet that served him. I think it's always so interesting. I remember the story of Abram that as he was traveling and we know how we know him with Sarah, that Sarah was pretty and he was always afraid that somebody was going to want to kill him to take her. 
But we find that when he went among the people again, and, and the king of King Abimelech had took his wife, and God came to the king and said, I'm going to kill you if you don't get that man back his wife, because he's a prophet. And the man said, but God, I didn't know that that's who he was. But he said, give Sarah back. But when the man asked Abraham, he said, what did you see that caused you to lie? Why did you think you had to lie? And Abraham said this. He said, because I thought that the fear of the Lord wasn't in the place. Thanks for listening to today's message. The Abundant Truth Broadcast is a ministry of Abundant Truth International. For more information, visit us at AbundantlyTrue.net. And remember, the Bible is truth and it is abundantly true.